Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris, and as always, I'm joined by Jim Nalberto, at least as long as Jim has power on his phone uh, or cellular service, because that could go too. Uh, <laughs> how's it well, going, Jim? Let, let, well, um, so, no, I, I did pay my electric bill, so it's not like I'm dodging, you know. The, oh, no, the, no. Yeah, nothing like Utility that. company or anything. No, we, I am in southern Indiana, and um, we are notorious for having, like, snow on Monday, tropical Breezes on Tuesday, tornadoes on Wednesday. Guess what today is? It's Wednesday. So we've got this crazy storm that came through in about five, ten minutes ago. The power went out um, before we started the uh, the show tonight. I was telling the guys that I've lit my grandmother's old kerosene lamp. Um, it's kind of like uh, Ma and Pa Ingalls have gone to the Olsons Mercantile. It's 1863. You know, it's seven o'clock at night. It's dark out. So let's go to bed. That's where I'm at at the moment. It's a pleasure. How are you all? Pretty good. Um, Berto, what's new? All kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much time do I got? Or do you want me to just start talking? You guys just start just talking. We'll, we'll, we'll just tell you to shut up when, when it's time. All right. <laughs> so I, I'm talking about okay, that's enough. podcast. All right. <laughs> I'll see you guys later. It's bedtime. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry, oh, you man. opened the door. I had to take it. <laughs> no, no. I expect it. I, I purposely put it out in the group for people to make fun of me as best they can. So, I mean, you're no exception. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I talked about, uh, I talked about before how I was like uh, having kind of like weird gut issues that were enough to catch my attention, but not enough to make me worry about. And I think I dialed it all back to when I stopped my bulk and therefore literally overnight cut down my fat intake. And apparently my belly did not like that. Because, you know, I did the, then I, then I went carnivore and kind of did an elimination diet and that straightened out a bunch of the issues, but it still wasn't a hundred percent. And then, you know, with this whole, uh, Corona apocalypse and me having a tendency to stress starve, I, uh, I was kind of like, you know, worried. I, well, I shouldn't say I was worried. I definitely was not eating enough. Uh, and so I kind of started going back to very calorie dense stuff and, you know, revisited my, my super duper ridiculous, uh, bulletproof coffee just to get more calories in, start drinking them again. And lo and behold, a week later, everything turned around for me. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm a butter chugger, and uh, that's not going to change, and I don't care. <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. There's nothing nothing wrong with that. Um, so, although there there might be people that would, would you know, question you on that. It's working for you. And yeah. uh, if it comes whatever the gut issue was, then that's all that matters. Um it, it's it's funny and most of the time it's usually when people are adapting but they freak out whenever their gut you know starts adjusting to the higher fat but yours has been doing it for long enough that i'm sure that that's it's like hey this was home why'd you take me away from home uh, yeah 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 so i mean yeah, between that you know the, no, no longer going to the gym mm -hmm. which is obviously kind of through my whole uh i had my macros and calories and maintenance dialed in but mm -hmm. now that's kind of out the window since the gym isn't there yeah. And so I, I, I tweaked my macros again, 
uh, just dropped them down to, to 3000, dropped them down to 3000. And, and like, I'm leaning out on 3000 calories. And like, I, I, I don't even bother stepping on the scale. I think I'm still in the 178, 180 range, but under the circumstances, it's, it's not important. You know, yeah. there, there's greater things to worry about than my vanity and, and, uh, me maintaining at 180 pounds, you know, it's, it's it, now it just seems extremely superficial. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I'm, I'm kind of scaling back off the carnivore, uh, phasing back into keto and, uh, took on, uh, and I'll just throw my shout out in while we're, while we're at it. My sure. shout out is to Zach Williams. Cause, uh, he introduced me to, we all, we're all familiar with athlete X. Uh, that guy does a, a fantastic job of everything he does. And, uh, you know, Zach was talking about his zero program, uh, where it's just hundred percent body weight. And, you know, I've done a ton of body weight stuff, but after about a week, it's like, okay, uh, squats, pushups, this, that. And, you know, there, there's no real direction. I had no structure to it, and I was just getting really bored. So I bought my second ever training program, <laughs> being Athlete Next Zero. And uh, I'm, I think I just finished – well, because I, I didn't start, like, on Sunday. So, you know, I, I just finished week one this morning. And so now I am taking the hypertrophy and bodybuilding principles from the Keto Muscle Intelligence program and adapting those to strictly body weight exercises. And so far, I'm not disappointed. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's working quite well. And then since I figured since everything's out the window and I'm kind of phasing back into keto and out of carnivore, like why not just throw something else in there to, to keep, my, keep me focused? So I went back to the Keto Savage macros, uh, punched in what would be my numbers according to his, his calculator at maintenance. We're going to see how this works. So my macros as of yesterday are now... 2,865 calories, which should should theoretically be a really small deficit. Uh, 240 grams of fat, 145 grams of port protein, and 36 grams of carbs, which I'll probably never hit. But So now, this time around, I'm actually going to take measurements. I'm going to measure my chest, my arms, my legs, my calves, my neck, my waist. And with these macros and strictly a body weight program, I'm going to take measurements probably tonight or first thing in the morning. And then after this program, I think it's like 40 days and I'll just ride it out whether the gym opens or not. I'll just ride it out. To the end. And I'm going to take measurements and weight and everything again. And I, I'm really curious as to what the body composition and measurement changes will be, whether positive or negative. If, if, if they end mm -hmm. up going negative, whatever, we can always fix that. Yeah. But I'm curious as what the outcome of all this is going to be. So I figured, you know what, let's, uh, let's throw all these new things in there. You know, give me something to focus on. Give me something to distract and, and see what the outcome is. It should be extremely interesting because uh, even uh, outside of our group, because our group, everybody knows me by now, but outside of our group, I threw these numbers out there and, you know, the usual shock and awe and <laughs> it's not going to work. And so I just kind of went back to, well, it's just calories, right? It's just calories. <laughs> if I'm eating at a deficit, regardless of where the fat is, it's just calories. Yeah. And yeah, apparently that argument doesn't uh, work quite as well when it's not going in their favor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, a calorie is a calorie, right? Uh, but it's not. It's really not. Um, yeah. Zach is, uh, he threw out the gauntlet. I think he was the one that started it. And uh, you guys were doing some... Uh, some handstands against the wall, you know, trying to, to get on your shirt. Of course, Berto, you, you did it your style and just put on your bandana. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a cool little challenge that we've seen a few other people, uh, you know, kind of get into. It's really uh, seeing throughout this time, not to dive too deep into uh, the, the situation that, that we're all in, because I'm sure that our podcast listeners, hopefully, by the time this airs, we'll be at least somewhat out of quarantine and back to daily life. So we won't belabor it, hopefully. Uh, but the, you know, it, it seeing the camaraderie, the, the coming around each other and um, just the, the general tightness and tightness, tightness 
I don't even know how to say it. The tightness in the group uh, it has just improved, uh, I, I think, during this time because we've just uh, kind of dug deeper into those uh, relationships and, and, and everything. So it's been great. Let's, uh, let's do the other shout outs real quick. Uh, Jim, uh, who do you have for this week? So my shout out this week is to Jackson Stradley, who is from, uh, guess where, Texas. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, we might as well just have the Texas chapter of the Keto Men's Club and then everybody else kind of thing. But that's for another sh- another day. So, but no, Jackson uh, did kind of a before and current. And I, I don't say after because he's still in process. Um, but he has um, 75 pounds gone, 25% or 25 pounds of muscle gained and total different body composition. Looks great. So uh, congratulations to him. Absolutely. And I am going to shout out my friend, Dan. He, uh, he joined the group. He kind of found us randomly, which is whenever I saw his name pop up on, on the, uh, on the, Hey, someone has signed in. I'm like, is that the, the same Dan that I, that I know? And it ended up that he was, and he was just kind of doing some searches and found our group. And, and uh, I, I have a feeling the algorithm helped us, helped him find us because we had connections, but, uh, but even, even that this was a new profile for him. So it didn't know our connections the same way, but we have lots of mutual friends. So, uh, you know, weird things that Facebook does, but welcome to the group, Dan. He posted a video, um, the other day uh, of of him getting back into some deadlifts, uh, he uh, you know showed off his his form and asked for some some feedback and looks like he got a little bit of engagement. But it, it's it's he's diving back in and, and getting uh, getting everything you know dialed in for for diet again and he's he's looking good and doing well. So glad to have him with us in the uh, Keto Man's Club. Well, that's that's enough of the business. We've got a, a great guest on the line. We we want to uh, give him as much time as we possibly can. This week, we are joined by Brett Stapley. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Surprised to be here too. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're we are glad that you're here. You've been on our list of uh, desirables for a while. I know that again. You know. It's surprising, but you, you have been. So we're we're glad that you are, are here. Um, and uh, so, give us a, a quick rundown about who you are, where you where you live, and and all that type of stuff. And maybe give us a little bit of the background of uh, where you started on your health journey. Well, I um, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. We've lived here for uh, since 2017. The end of 2017 is when I moved here. It moved here about 330 pounds. And truthfully, I'll never know how much I weighed at the at, during that time because I stayed away from scales like it was, uh, you know, it was going to kill me if I saw. So, but anyway, we we moved here for a job. I, I work in IT and uh, systems engineer, so not much physical activity. And the uh, we when we moved and before I moved, I was playing with this whole idea of, uh, you know, ketogenic dieting only because I mean, for long story short is I had, uh, night sweats, like horrible, horrible night sweats. And it was to the point where my wife wouldn't sleep in the same bed with me because we'd wake up and we were just covered in, uh, the, the sweat of a thousand, uh, beast. <laughs> <laughs> and, wow. 
Wow, you really and, turned uh, that into a positive there. Yeah. So so what I did is I, you know, you get on Google and you're like, I'm tired of this and I I would I'd really like to sleep next to my my wife. And uh we were in Oklahoma at the time, but I remember reading all sorts of reasons that uh this could be happening and and one of the reasons was uh a rapid increase or a, an in, increase in blood sugar due to a, a an insulin response and and I knew enough about biology to know I I said I know how to I know how to combat that <laughs> and so the next day I did zero carbs and I felt hungry all day I ate so much food that uh you know I felt sick but the the thing was is that I felt young and like I felt good even though I was really full because when you don't have sugar and your insulin uh is uh is high you have uh you have uncontrollable hunger without that sugar at least I did so so yeah that was the start of the first day and then I played with it and tried tried going zero carb several times and when we moved here 2017 uh, the end, December 31, I just said, all right, I feel horrible. There was all sorts of other health things I had going on, too. And I said, I'm not going to eat sugar anymore. And uh, it kind of evolved into that. And you don't, you know, you don't want to say at first you're like, I'm not I'm not ketoing. I'm not ketoing or I'm not I'm not that keto guy. Mm. But eventually you kind of have to come to terms with the fact that you're that guy. Yeah. And I look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and now I'm a zealot and I, and I feel like I talk way too much about it and I try not to talk about it at work, talk about, but you know, people ask questions and I try not to scare them away and hopefully help people. But that's kind of my whole MO is I, I really feel like cheated by the entire world because <laughs> everything that I was ever told about health turned out to be destroying me and you know and especially working in it you, you i feel like i'm talking way too much here i don't get to talk about this at home though so <laughs> hey this is the brett show man you do you exactly gotta, gotta lay it all on us man it's all good uh, but yeah so thanks so but but yeah when you're you're getting older i'm in my mid-30s in 2017 and you i'm i'm thinking you know this is just what it's you, you, we're just getting older. This is who we are now. We're always going to be tired, and we're always going to feel crappy, and we're always, we're always going to just feel horrible. And it wasn't until I did that one day for not the reason of getting healthy, just to not sweat at night. I was like, oh, I feel way better. Let's try this and experiment with this further. And people don't believe me when I say that, but that was truly. And my wife's in the room playing a video game, ignoring me right now. And she can attest to that's how I started. I'm not ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we may need to get her on the line, Brett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they want to talk to you. So <laughs> Anyway, sorry, we're just keeping it, keeping it real, I guess. Yeah. So, um, anyway, where was I? So that's, that's kind of my story is how I got, how I got started. Okay. So and with that's... the, with the sweats and everything, I'm just curious, did you, did you have a lot of, uh, were you thirsty all the time? Cause I mean, if you're putting out that much yeah. water, you've got to be down and stuff all the time too. Oh yeah. You, I'm waking up in the middle of the night, three, four times a night. And just like, I would, I would get in that fridge and I would drink right. a, a Mountain Dew. Oh, 
Oh, Mandy's yelling at me. She wants okay. me to, yeah, I was really big into bread. <laughs> and I would eat bread at night, and I was making my own bread. And uh, I was drinking Mountain Dew in the middle of the night and just going right back to sleep. I mean, who does that? That's what? that's not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. How, yeah. And it wasn't until, you know, you start to worry about, oh, well, if insulin's doing this to me, then what's causing insulin? It's sugar. And then, oh, how much does a Mountain Dew have as far as sugar? Mm-hmm. And that's all of it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's yeah, that's where it came from. That's where we started. Okay, very good. And and you you've got some before and after pictures, and I swear, it, it, like I look at some of these pictures of of your of your headshot, and I'm going, oh, that image has to be like stretched sideways a little, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. skewed a little, and, and, and it's not right. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I love those pictures, and like I hate them, but I love them too because. I got so lucky because back to when we moved here in Arizona, I didn't have a job for about three months before that. And I was taking those headshots to, you know, update my LinkedIn profile. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so glad that I had those because finding pictures of me during that dark, dark time uh, is is, proved to be super difficult. So I find myself looking through the old iCloud archives, trying to find myself. And trying to find photos just to prove to people. And just today mm-hmm. I posted that picture. Yeah. And in one of the groups that it, it landed in, people are just all over the place saying, oh, he's this. This is fake. The, the things people do for attention. And I'm like, yeah, I like attention, but it's real. I assure you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, Brett, I'm, I'm just curious, when you, were you a big kid growing up at all? Was your family, did they have weight issues or insulin issues or anything like that? Well, my mom's a type one. I was husky. I, I That's what my parents called me, husky, husky. And, uh, you know, in high school, I lost a bunch of weight due to having a, a girlfriend and wanting to lose weight. But I did that in a not healthy way. But I got down to about... Yeah, down to about 155 in high school, 150, and uh, and uh, now I wear I wear smaller pants than I did then, and I I weigh more than that. So <laughs> wow. So, but yeah, most all through high school, I'm I'm 200, 190 ish. And how tall are you? Five ten. Okay. On a good day, probably five nine and a half, really. <laughs> Do we need to ask Mandy what your real height is? <laughs> I just tell her I'm five ten. She'll say the same thing. She doesn't know. She doesn't have a tape measure on her. <laughs> <laughs> so, as uh, you you kind of tapered in, and before you became the the keto zealot, what what was uh, what would you say was the biggest shock? You know, not like once you first started and you realized, holy cow, I feel better. But you know, once you were a few months in and you kind of had a, m- a moment to stop and reflect, everybody always seems to have this like aha moment. Did you happen to have one of those? Of like, oh, this works and it's not just for weight loss. Like, yeah, Yeah. I remember, (laughs) I remember, in fact, I think I posted this, I posted this somewhere, but I remember about four months in, I took it, that was like the first time I, I took a selfie. I was trying to start to think, I need to document this because I feel amazing. And like, if I continue down this road, I'm going to need to share it with people. And I remember taking a picture, I sent it to Mandy, my wife. Because I just felt so incredible. Like, I felt good, and I felt like I've lost a lot of weight, and I feel really good, and I need to send this to Mandy. So that was the first time. It was four months, and I think I'd lost probably 
45 pounds in about four months. And it's just like, I had this thought, you know, it's like, there's a, there's a million <clears throat> reasons to do keto, but it, I mean, it, it turns out that weight loss is just a peripheral side effect of a much larger spectrum of change that I've experienced. Like it's improved relationships, my marriage, the, my, and when I say it's improved my marriage, I mean, like, I'm like, we've become best friends now because, and not only because I've changed as a person, but because we've, we've become a, a team and, uh, we we're trying to teach our kids that, but like, I think there's something about keto that just, especially for men, just changes you. It changes the person that you are and makes you more empathetic or, or more responsible, even like adulting, mm -hmm. like is easier just being, just being a good human being. And I don't know how to explain it. And I've tried desperately to explain it in, you know, various posts and in, in Instagram and Facebook and groups on Facebook and um, tried to talk to it about my life. But like, I, I don't know how to explain, but it just improves so many things. Cognition and the life that you want is different because it's like your head clears up and you have this, this need to to do things like spend time with your, your kids just because, you know, you, you love your family now. <laughs> and not to say I didn't love them before, but I, it's, it's incredible what it does. Well, absolutely. You know, there, there's a, there's a ton of power in, mm -hmm. in your personal transformation. I mean, that, that can't be understated, you know, like it, it especially, you know, almost everyone starts off with, with a struggling weight. They're usually heavier than they want to be, regardless of how heavy they get. And mostly everyone that's coming down this journey has tried a bunch of stuff, both successfully, temporarily, and unsuccessfully, to try to get that in check. And so when you finally find something that works and is sustainable, and it and the effort isn't what it was in, in previous attempts, and so like you you master the thing that you've been fighting for so long, it 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 gives you a huge sense of confidence and a huge sense of accomplishment. There's a lot of power in that. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. For real. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and then there's the whole aspect of, you know, there was a meme about it. Um, <laughs> you go to the doctor and I'm so used to the, I, that was another really surprising thing is I had blood pressure so high that I, every time I'd go to the doctor, I'd just be ready because the nurse would take my blood pressure and she wouldn't say anything and she'd look kind of startled and it has happened every time. For, for the past 15 years, she'd take my blood pressure and be like, oh, um, hold on, that can't be right. I'm going to take it again. <laughs> and she takes it again and then again. And they look at me like I'm a, you know, I'm a corpse walking and I'm so used to that. And that's been another really huge, like surprise is like, look, we're eating all this salt. We're eating so much salt. We're eating so much fat. We're eating all these things. And what happened to my blood pressure? My blood pressure is like normal below normal. My resting heart rate is 50s and 60s. My 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 eczema that I have uh, that I usually struggle with on my feet, and my hands, it's more like contact dermatitis. That just decided not to be a problem for me anymore. Um, attention deficit disorder. I used to take Adderall when I was a uh, when I was young, um, and that led to I mean all, some substance abuse that uh i i dealt with through my 20s and that 
I mean, I wouldn't take Adderall to save my life because of the cognitive effects that it has, and it would it would hurt my keto buzz. I mean, there's all sorts of things. I've uh, I've given up nicotine. Um, I just there's too many things that keto has helped for me to ever be able to give it up, and I don't know how how to even express all of it. Like that's why it's there's too much. And then, yeah, I want to help people, and I moved. Uh, I kind of moved into a new space on Facebook because I was overwhelming people and all my family was like, stop, stop posting about keto. We hate you because we don't want to do that. Oh, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I've done enough talking. Sorry, guys. It's it's fine. No, no, this really is. This is all about you. So I, we do, I do want to dig into like your, your physical activity before versus now. Uh, what mm. do you find? Uh, what were you doing before, if anything? Uh, what are you doing now? What do you enjoy? So I'm gonna say something controversial. This is where me and Alberto are not, aren't gonna be friends anymore because <laughs> <laughs> because I'm of the opinion that well, I, it's not a hard opinion, but like I think in order to get going on keto and to answer your more co- question more directly is I did, I never would work out and i had given up on myself as far as like you know i'm in it i'm a fat guy that's who i am now and i and i accept that but uh as you start doing keto you you all of a sudden have all this extra energy and the activity just kind of comes Mm -hmm. out of this weird innate need to expend this newly unlocked energy that you've uncovered Mm -hmm. and i would find myself being like hey mandy let's go on a walk or we we should go out like go to the zoo or go hiking today like and eye rolls and I'd I'd wake her up at six o'clock in the morning on a weekend she says I don't remember that <laughs> but but yeah like the the activity comes because of the unlocked energy and that probably because you know I was I was highly highly insulin resistant and I the change in you know, energy mm-hmm. modality was, was real. So like I felt so much more energy influx into my body. Absolutely. Uh, so what are you doing now? So, well, right now I'm stuck at home. True. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got, we, I don't, I don't really have, uh, anything. All I do is, I mean, I have a pull-up bar. I mean, I, I go to the gym with my wife, but that's really, I mean, it's not much. I, I, we have a treadmill now, so that, that could be start happening, but I'm not like, I'm not against working out, but like really it's walking, it's staying active. I don't, my daughter, since I've been home at working from home, she gets really irritated with me because I keep standing up in the middle of the day or like all the time. And she, she doesn't understand it. Like, I don't know. I just have way more energy. And I would like to expend that in a in a way mm-hmm. that is lifting heavy. I would, but it just kind of hasn't evolved that way yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it almost always, at least for a time, ends up you know there. That that was how it was for me. I was like, I have to live heavy. I have to lift heavy stuff. I, I really do. Like there's there's something in me that's screaming to do so. And actually, I miss it now. I just mm-hmm. quite literally do not have the time in the day 
yeah. with everything that I have going on to get into the gym. I'm doing really good making it a Kung Fu twice a week and then doing a little bit of Kung Fu practice for 15 or 20 minutes every couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so, I mean, I think where I, I just want to, when people ask me how to get started and like, is it important to work out? What I would usually say is it's more important to throw the sugar away than it is to just immediately. Oh, start I a hundred percent agree. Yep. Because, because the, the increase in activity will just naturally mm-hmm. start because there's something about being a human being that you, you crave that, that activity. Yeah. Especially when the energy is unlocked. So I say, get rid of the sugar, get yourself fat adapted. Don't worry about calories. And that's another thing that I don't, can we talk about calories? Do they matter? Alberta? I, we need, we need to talk about this because I know that you, I like, I can't, I can't figure out how to prove that they don't matter for me because so I lost all the weight in about a year, about 165 pounds gone. And then I, you get to that point where you're like, being less being less heavy isn't it's no longer like like exhibiting health it's it's not a it doesn't reflect that i'm getting healthier by losing more weight and it kind of becomes this game with the scale so i threw the scale away because i was like no i'm not gonna get sucked into this game and we're not gonna play the play the you know shift a little bit to you know get lower number on the scale because because i was like no we we need we we need to be healthy. We don't need to be skinny. So threw the scale away for a year. Didn't track anything, and didn't and ate ridiculous amounts of food. And I didn't gain a pound. <laughs> and I don't know how to express that. No one believes you when you say I don't track anything. Like Alberta, <laughs> I know you track incessantly, and like I admire that. Like I want to have the need to track in some ways. Cause I think that would help me in my journey to bulk up a little bit, but like at, a, at some level, I, I, I fight with myself and I say, no, cause if I have to track my macros and I have to worry about this all, all day long, then it renders the, the whole, it, it turns into a diet and I don't want to, I don't want to have a diet. I want to, I've figured out how to survive and I want, I want to, I want to live this way forever, but you know, at the same time I want to bulk up and I think that's going to start to require macro counting. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, there's a, there's a couple thoughts on this. Like, and I, and I, when people say do calories matter, the way I always interpreted it, which is apparently wrong and I'm wrong about a lot of things, but the way I always interpreted that was, okay, if, if you're eating what you want as much as you want and you're reaching your health goals, do calories matter? And in that context, no, they don't because, because everything else you're trying to do is working. And I only started tracking when I, when I actually, when I actually put like a, a body composition goal behind it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll, I'll agree with you hundred percent. It sucks. Like at, to get, like when I, I, I tracked uh, for my last cut, which was all last summer, leading into the summer. Then I just took like a month off of tracking. And then when I decided to do my bulk and had to start tracking again, like I had to convince my, I didn't want to do it. I had to convince myself to start tracking again. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's tedious. It's a pain. And it's one of those things like once you get into it and, and you kind of just make it a little bit of a habit, it becomes so much easier than if you don't track you, you find yourself tracking in your head, even if you're not doing it on, on your phone or on your app, you find yourself saying, eh, that looks like about, you know, 30 grams of pecans, you know, that, that'll be about this much. It'll be about that much. I'm, like on Sundays, I don't track at all. I just eat. 
but in my head, like, I know like, okay, well this, you know, this meal is about, you know, 460 calories and this one hamburger patty's got about this and that in it. And I you know I don't tally it up into the day and I don't pay attention to it that much, but, but once you kind of get in the hang of it and, and I mean, if your diet is like mine to where it's, it's just really, really simple and pretty much the same things over and over and over again, like it, it's, once you get a kind of a rough idea, it's, it's really not that bad. Right. No, it's okay. But I mean, you're eating upwards of, you know, you're north of 3000 calories daily, I imagine. Right. Yeah. Up until recently, just cause I want to see what this, this 2865 does, but I mean, let, let's face it, you know, calories are a grand estimation. So this 2865 might be over 3000, might be under 2800. Like, who really knows? <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I, uh, up at, like when I was still going to the gym, I was maintain. if I was, and I, this is how much I had it dialed in that if, if, if I was eating carnivore, I would maintain my weight at 3,400 calories. If I was eating keto, I could maintain my weight at 3,200 calories. Mm. But if I went to 34 on keto, I would start to gain a little bit of weight. And if I went down to 32 on carnivore, I would start to lose a little weight. And I, I had it, I had it figured out, but that was, you know, also doing the exact same workout week after week after week, which under currently doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So that's why this, this kind of new experiment took off. And uh, at this, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be at 2865. So just under 3000 and it should be, if I were lifting regularly with this number, this would be a pretty decent, a pretty decent deficit, mm-hmm. but uh, doing just pretty much all body weight and calisthenics, which is challenging. Don't get me wrong, but, it, but it, it's just so out of my wheelhouse that I don't know what to expect. So that's why I like, you know, let's start here. Let's kind of just see what happens. But yeah, I, I'm right around the 3000 calorie mark, which, and don't get me wrong, like, especially in just other random fitness groups when, when macros come up and I happen to throw a comment out there, people think I'm lying. They, mm-hmm. they, they're like, there ain't no way I've never met someone. And I'm like, look, I, I just put it in the chronometer. The chronometer spits out a number. It says this is what I'm eating. Like maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong. I don't know, but this is what it is. And, and to your point, people tell me I'm lying about this all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and and I I would say that just like I believe the body downregulates because there's plenty of evidence for this because there's so many people that live in these severe caloric deficits for years. You see all of these side effects, whether they realize it or not, of their bodies downregulating, shutting systems down, trying to make up for the lack of uh, calories and the the lack of uh, intake for uh, of energy, it, it can only do so much with what you give it. And so, when when the local sources of energy are completely blocked away because of high insulin, and you're only taking in twelve hundred calories a day, your body's like, "Well, what the frick? This has mm. I got it." you know, the energy has to come from somewhere. We're just going to turn systems off now. And that's why people yeah. lose their hair and all of these different things that are, you know, if you think of it me- uh, mechanically, these are auxiliary systems. The starship doesn't need these things. Those things are going <laughs> to get shut down first. Um, nice. <laughs> things like that. So um, everything but life support. Um, and so that, I think that, that it goes both directions though. Your body, whenever you start giving it energy and it actually has the ability to use it, it can upregulate. And that's why Berto can, you know, eat 4,000 calories and, you know, just barely start to lose or, you know, gain some weight, you know, and it's, it's yeah. healthy weight, you know, it's like muscle. I mean, but what I, what I would posit is that I have probably approached that same amount of calories without the working mm-hmm. out. And I haven't like, it hasn't yeah. like, it's not every day I'm not eating it consistently. Mm-hmm. And obviously since I don't track, but like, 
<laughs> I, if I may be so bold, like I am, I've eaten like obscene amounts of food mm-hmm. in, in, a, in like a couple weeks in a row, even like every single day, especially like this last past holiday season, didn't gain anything, mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I really think yeah. it's the it's the makeup of the calories that matters that 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 matters much much more than the amount of calories and yeah. and honestly without having read the book but having understood the synopsis of what Gary Todd says good 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 calorie bad calories that's his whole idea is that calories matter mm-hmm. to a degree what the calories are made of matters even more. And, uh, and so that, that's, that's my, that's my understanding. That's my uh, mentality about it as well. Yeah. And I think the, the context matters too. Like if, if someone, yeah, just different bodies react differently. But I, I know with my body, for instance, even like sucralose doesn't kick me out of ketosis. Like, like other people swear it does and they haven't proved, given me any proof (laughs) with, with uh i had a ketone meter i kept bringing to work uh but uh no i nobody i i don't know sucralose sweeteners yes they're supposed to elicit an insulin response and i haven't i haven't found that to be true with myself Mm -hmm. and so that's another thing like i you know i always warn people you know it's not about my my position is you know artificial sweeteners it may not be is it keto or not keto kind of an issue, but it is a like, let's not, not the best to, to consume, you know, aspartame or sucralose. Yeah. I, it's not about keto, but it is about your health and that's what it's about. So anywho. Yes, sir. So what's next on the horizon for you? What, uh, I mean, we're going to get you tracking so you can, you can pin a number for right. these calories you're eating. Of course. I mean, you can brag about how much food you eat, but until you put a tangible number behind it, then, then, <laughs> you, know, then, that's you, can, then you can really, really brag about how much food you're eating. That's a really good point. That could provide me the very proof that I've desperately wanted to show people yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, look, I can eat this way. And I, mean, I don't know. But yeah, I think, I think I do. I need to get involved more heavily and more stru- in a more structured manner with uh, with that, which has always been on the roadmap. It's never I've never been against it, but uh, yeah, I I'd I'd love to build a a, a more sturdy frame, more more uh, akin to to an Alberto frame. I, Alberto, you're about my height too. You're what are you five five ten ish? Yeah, five eight. Five eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're 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 short, and you. Yeah, I'm tall for Mexican, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why? So you're what? What are you at now? Like one one eighty one ninety? No, I'm a, I'm hovering right around one eighty between one seventy eight and one eighty. Last time I weighed myself five eight one eighty all keto muscle. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's incredible. I, yeah, and, and it's one of those weird things where, like, it's like you know, when it's you, it's just you. But then you know, we'll talk to people, we'll have people on the podcast, or just talk to people. They're like, "Oh, I'm five ten. I weigh 140 pounds." And in my head, I'm like, "Oh yeah. man, <laughs> eat something, yeah. please, please eat something. You need to yeah, eat, eat something. a sandwich. <laughs> just go ahead and eat the bread at that point." <laughs> I'm just kind of pausing for a second, and I'm wondering what Mandy's hearing on her end because she's sitting there listening to her husband say five eight one eighty. Wow. <laughs> She's ignoring me again. She, <laughs> well, she stopped listening. It's, it's, it's normal. I'm used to it. It's fine. I'm just giving you a hard time. 
So here's my question for you, Brett. So being in IT, lots of computer time, obviously, which means probably a lot of seated time and everything. Mm-hmm. Were you a were you an eater of habit? Meaning, did you have you know the bag of chips there that you just casually oh, reach yeah. into every ten minutes, kind of thing? And mm. if so, okay, then since you were, how did you break the habit? How did I? Well. Just the beginning was the white knuckle. And like I say, like the most important thing is fat adaptation above all else. So get rid of that sugar. And way I broke the habit is having just huge amounts of pork rinds, which smell terrible at a, at a computer desk while people walk by. Um, <laughs> pork rinds and oh, don't ever open uh, sardines in an office workspace either. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, but you, you were you the boss? <laughs> just because no, wow. I didn't do that. People be like, we're not friends with him anymore. But but yeah, mostly pork rinds, and I do I'd just go through a jar of olives a day almost. It was it was crazy. So but that's pretty much how I broke the habit. And um, was it an easy process for you? I mean, you talk about the mental side of things, but in ten days, did somebody bring in donuts on a Friday, and you're like, mm, oh I, yeah. My early Instagram, if you go back far enough, that's that's my favorite thing to take pictures of was donuts in the break room that I wasn't going to eat because it somehow gave me this feeling of participating in the donut consumption. <laughs> but yep. uh, but yeah, and like I would do I'm weird because like I go through this. I've been going through this with my three girls, like especially because I wasn't eating it, I was poisoning my girls way more than I should have because I would get them treats that I couldn't eat and I'd I'd need to watch them eat it. And that was another coping mechanism that I used, which I I regret now because I wasn't being a good father. So is your family doing keto now? Me and Mandy are a team. We're a keto team, and we—I've actually gotten Amelia, my 13-year-old, to paleo for a few months, and then she quit because of uh, a holiday came, and she kind of fell off the wagon. But I figured paleo is, uh, you know, just just a gateway drug to to keto. So I, <laughs> I was trying to get her on that, and she did really good. And I teach them how to you know, read nutritional labels and look out for all the different names of sugars. And, you know, it, it, it they're going to know what to do when their bodies, uh, you know, go against them whenever they right. become adults. Yeah. It's one of those funny things about kids' bodies they can somehow put up with because they, they just haven't put up with it long enough. They haven't built up the insulin resistance, whatever the scenario is. And as mm-hmm. we age, that changes. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, so let's, uh, so other than immediate family, has other family reacted positively? Has anybody other people signed on or are they all just kind of, okay, Brett, going <laughs> to, you know, drive us crazy? Well, uh, my older, I have an older sister and a younger brother. My older sister joined me a couple times and failed miserably. Love you, Larissa. <clears throat> um, she, the, my mom, actually, she's a type one diabetic. And my mom uh, was uh, in Germany for the past year or so, and she actually started while she was in Germany because she was having such such a hard time with her blood sugars. And she'll listen to this and say, "That's not why." Or she's she, I can hear her yelling at me for mm-hmm. telling it wrong <clears throat> already. But uh, 
but yeah, type one and my dad did it with her to support her. And, um, I, and I mean, yeah, there's actually a lot of extended family. Devin, who's actually in TKMC beginners, uh, Devin Cathcart, uh, shout out Devin. Um, he did it and he, he posted a transformation video and he, he did it in like two months and he was like, it, it was incredible. Like he, he lost a ton of weight. So he's my first cousin. And so, I mean, but yeah, I, I try and pull everyone in semi-passively and uh, sometimes I don't succeed at the passive part of that statement. Yeah. Don't feel too bad. We've all been uh, not Bible thumpers, but keto thumpers, I think <laughs> is probably the, the right term for it. I I've had to watch my, uh, my proselytization uh, practices. For sure. Um, so let's um, let's go ahead. We want to be respectful of your time, which it, it not as late there. Um, now you did mention the eczema. We had just aired the episode with Itchy Dan. Uh, you've seen that pretty much clear up. Were you on meds for all of that? So every about every year, I have to get on. I would have to do a round of prednisone mm. to get rid of it because nothing else would fix it. Like, yeah. So so that isn't a thing anymore <laughs> it's yeah. basically it prednisone is freaking horrible yeah it, it it's like it's got to it, be one of the most prescribed drugs out there for i was on prednisone forever and the side effects of prednisone are, it should be illegal <laughs> the side effects all by themselves yeah <laughs> it's insane so it's i'm gonna fun. disagree because i was on prednisone for poison ivy like 10 years ago it did nothing for me other than cure my poison ivy I mean, but I have so many people that tell me that, you know, the food, eating food and up all night, blah, blah, blah. Like it did nothing to me. It was so weird. Well, lucky you. <laughs> well, I'm just, no, I'm just, well, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just like, you know, I, I've always wondered why I didn't have that reaction that so many other people had. So, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I had insatiable appetite, night sweats, major weight gain. Uh, your face will blow up. That's one of the side effects of it. Like you, they, it's mm -hmm. referred to as moon face. You just, you just your face just gains weight. The rest of you doesn't. We'll catch up eventually, but your face just gets huge. It's, it's, it's hard to explain, but once you see it, you're like, oh yeah, yeah that's definitely what that is. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Um, well, let's go ahead and start wrapping up. Like, like I mentioned, I, I want to be respectful of your time as best we can. Get you back to your family. I know your time zone behind any of us, um, so uh, you, it's not quite as late there. Uh, any other final questions, uh, Jim or Alberto? No, I think we I, we, uh, we we covered quite a bit. Jim, you got anything? I do. Um, so, what was the hardest thing for you to replace? Uh, food-wise in this transition, and what did you replace it with? So, bread, <laughs> obviously. But I, we started replacing it with mug cakes. But eventually... With, with what? Mug, mug cakes. So, like, you can do this two-minute bread in the microwave. You just take some almond flour, some baking soda, uh, no, baking powder, and... Yeah, there's a salt. difference. I learned that the yeah. hard way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you, and it, you put an egg and put put a half stick of butter in there and just mix it mix it together and goes in the it goes in the microwave for you know thirty seconds a minute however long it takes to kind of tack up and you've got what appears to be kind of sort of bread but uh, you know um, eventually you get to the point where you kind of have to just appreciate foods 
for their own merit and not try and replace it. That's kind of where I've arrived is like, I love Brussels sprouts now. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's replaced, uh, you know, all sorts of things like bread. I, who would have thought that somebody mm-hmm. could like Brussels sprouts? I love, you know, Brussels sprouts but, are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> them and, and asparagus. Grill them. Yeah. Uh, th- that and asparagus. And I'm going, okay, who am I? Like, seriously, I would never eat these things growing up, but, but they're great. Uh, yeah, and then you like appreciate mushroom. I'm mushrooms now, and like there's all sorts of things. But yeah, I guess the answer is you, I tried to replace everything that you can think of under the sun with something else. But eventually, you actually find foods that are just good. Like eating steak is so good with mushrooms and whatever sauce, and that's way better than than trying to make it. You know, a bread. You know, a sandwich. Yeah. It's way better. And like the, it's not even like the, the carbohydrates that you get in these fake breads, these imposters, it's not even worth the like it's not worth the carb count to even make it, let alone eat it. <clears throat> and so, yeah, I just kind of gave up on trying to replace stuff. And I, I don't know. I, I think there's there's value in trying to figure out all that. But uh, eventually you, you just got to figure out a different way of living. Right. So what is your favorite food now, keto-wise, without saying steaks? Egg roll in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Have we done a popular that? answer. Yeah. Mandy says enchilada casserole. Do we need to put Mandy on speakerphone I think for we a moment? Mandy on speakerphone. Yeah, I, I think, think we Mandy. Need to, I think we need to talk to Mandy. All right, yeah. Mandy's coming. They want to talk to you. Come on over. Okay, let's see. If... They can't see me, right? We can actually. We've been watching the whole time tonight, Mandy. <laughs> this is actually an intervention call for you. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good since the camera's not on. So yes, yes, no, no cameras. So you you have the privilege of being the second female on our oh, podcast. I'm honored. Thank you. <laughs> um and and the first is a, a dudette so you know it's kind of one of those things she's she's part of the two keto dudes so oh, okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway uh that being said welcome uh we we've heard you in the background and i i, I was like mm, but i i'm live i'm loving it actually so i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah no 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 it's great it's great so tell us tell us a little bit about how this journey has been from your perspective because really we've not heard the the other side of this before uh, the female struggles of keto oh. it's um so when brett started keto i was like yeah i'm not giving up my carbs you're kind of crazy never gonna work never gonna last and about six weeks in he had lost enough weight to while i was like i can give up carbs i you can't be the skinny one in this relationship he couldn't be the more attractive spouse i had to jump in there you know i've had three kids mm-hmm. didn't lose the weight wasn't happy with myself so i jumped in and i've lost a total of 50 pounds oh wow but it took an entire year just to lose the 50 and i'm still like trying to lose a good 15 more i've got a a number that i want to be and it's well thanks babe but (laughs) i want to be that number that was a good number for me i like that number Well, and, and that's awesome. Um, and, and you're not alone. I've got that extra 15 to 20 that I would like to get to. And, you know, so you're, you're by, by no but, means you know, alone with all that. When you're married to Brett and he uh, was as large as he was, I swear Careful. you would blink and he was 15 pounds lighter. I'm just like, how 
are you losing so much weight so fast? And I'm like, ooh, two whole pounds this week. And he's like, I've lost 15. And I'm just like, this is not fair. Yeah. <laughs> this is not cool. <laughs> My wife had the same struggles. So you're, you're, it must be a girl. And then we fluctuate worse than mm. men, too. So, like, <laughs> I'll lose two. And then towards a certain part of the month, I've gained five. And I'm just like, this is not. It is not fair, but I am happy that I've lost the 15. I do have more energy and I do feel better overall. So I'm, I'm very happy that he introduced keto. I think it's transformed him a little more. Um, and like personality wise, he has just done it at 180 from the Brett that I knew to the Brett that he is now. I feel like I'm still the cranky moody self that I've always been just 50 pounds lighter. <laughs> Whereas he's just, I don't know, he's just, he's a dream come true. So I'm not even kidding. It's true. That's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, that's great to hear. It's great to hear you guys are a team. You know, my wife is, uh, she, she's low carb. She's she's slowly making her way to keto. It, it, it's doing well by her. But yeah, the, the female side of things, it, it's, a, it's a whole different set of struggles and, and challenges. And you're, like you were saying, times of the month, and that changes things. Oh, yeah. it, just the, the weighing yourself factor the the variation i was i mean and I, until i had to see it with my own eyes I, I, it kind of blew me away because i was just like wow like it's, it's just it's all over the place like you were saying it's a few pounds down a few pounds up you know you go down yes. five you'll go up two and you'll go down four and you'll go up three and, yeah you know, it's we're, frustrating. We're, we're, we're trying you know we're doing the trend the trends over time which is what you have to do and uh, you know men have the benefit of testosterone which which obviously makes probably all the difference but uh i mean hey 50 pounds 50 pounds that's you know, that's that's awesome i'm, yeah. I'm very very happy for you Oh, me too. And thank you. I mean, like it, if I were stuck with where I am now, I would still totally do it again because I am much happier overall. But I would just tell the ladies it's it's worth it. Just just continue doing it because I do feel better. And and there's the whole mindset, you know, like I thought I was a certain size jeans for the longest time. And my daughter's like, try these on, try these on. I'm like, they're never going to fit. And then I tried them on and, and they fit and I still don't understand it. But you just have to like. I don't know. Try sometimes, I guess. <laughs> and you, you started and you did it the first time. That is true. He, my, my husband did point out, which I would like to point out, he started keto and failed two times or so. And then when I started keto, he's like, no, don't feel bad about yourself when you uh, fail because it's going to happen. And I was like, challenge accepted. <laughs> so I quit cold turkey and I did not fail. My first bite of sugar was an intentional bite nine months into it. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I've lost this much. We're camping. I will eat one piece of cake. Mm -hmm. And I didn't fall off the wagon after that one piece of cake. And I was like, eh, not that. It wasn't really that worth it. It was yeah. it was okay. But I like my quest bars just as much as I like that piece of cake that I had. So Mandy, what do you do for a living? Uh, well, I'm a stay-at-home mom for the most part. I did just get a ah, part-time job in retail um, in September. Uh -huh. So, But I do the mom thing. Got three kids, what, 13, 7, and 4. So uh -huh. awesome. all girls. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. That'll keep you busy. That'll keep they you do. busy by itself for sure. They really do. The laundry so, alone. <laughs> so if, as, as the wife, because it is the keto man's club, no offense to the ladies or anything, but what would be a thing that you would tell other women, other wives in supporting their husbands through keto? What was, what, when, when, when Brett would get hit a struggle or get down or whatever, what were you, what were you able to do to kick him back into gear? I think one of the most fun things were just to like, look at new recipes and cook together 
because we were both ketoing. So it was really nice to spend that time in the kitchen to like just kind of tweak things or try new things so that we can have fun together in our journey and, uh, you know, just stay away from, from the sugar, which wasn't really a problem after a few months. Like those first couple months were brutal, but anytime he would get into a little rough patch or I would get to a rough patch, we would just start Googling, Pinteresting new recipes to try. So it wasn't boring or dull. It kept it interesting and exciting. It's like, Ooh, let's see what this tastes like. Ooh, let's try pancakes. Ooh. Because at first we're like meat and cheese. That's all we get meat and cheese. And then we started doing more research. So I really like, I like cooking with them. And that's, I think is what's kept it fun is cooking dinner and getting excited over new things to try. So who cooks the best recipe, you or him? Or is it Depends all the on the recipe. Method? He has done some really good, uh, what is it, mug cakes? I can't get the good mug cakes down. He can. Uh, he does really good mug cakes and some meat dishes. I'm probably <laughs> better with the meat dishes, and he's better, surprisingly, with the, the sweet dishes. I don't understand well, it. Well, I'm a fat guy. <laughs> you're a fat Well, you're not a fat guy. <laughs> so so this, is, this is kind of a... a, a a question that you can totally decide you don't want to go into. Uh, so if you if, if you want to pass, it's totally fine. But what, you know, things between husband and wife, they, <laughs> you know, the intimate life. How's uh-huh. that been from you guys? Have you seen a change in that regard? Because obviously, personality wise, you two seem oh, much know. lighter, much more like a team. Have you seen a positive uh, change in, in other areas as well? I will. There has been a positive change in all areas. Okay. <laughs> love it. I love it. That works. Yes. I have a problem with filters, so I'm trying really hard to be <laughs> nice. Positive changes across the board is what I will say. Okay. Very good. That was that a good, that's a good politically correct answer. <laughs> Thank you. I really tried. We do try to be family friendly. So that, that fits. I figured as much. I'm filtering like crazy for you guys. We will add the low baseline though, underneath the, the live conversation. <laughs> 60 seconds. Uh, well, it's an important question though, isn't it? That is a very important part of your relationship that part. Mm, so yeah. I, that's very important. I'm, I'm happy. So yeah, very well, good. Well, Brett just say. got husband of the year <laughs> in the Keto Man's Club because <laughs> it's recorded. It's now forever etched it's in official. the world. <laughs> I won't take it back either. I'll say it again. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, um, that's so awesome so awesome that's great thank you for joining us mandy i think we're gonna try to wrap things up Um, okay thank you for uh having me absolutely you bet that's enough of her (laughs) (laughs) don't let her go whatever you you got a good one yeah i got the pick of the litter that's for sure let's let's get into contact information and 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 wrap up for the night brett how can people get a hold of you online um i know you've been building out some of your your secondary contact ways yeah uh, it's really just for me to have a a sounding board but yeah keto.brett is uh my instagram and uh it really wears me out when people actually like pay attention to it and then um Keto beats carbs. Keto beats carb, which is it's a long story is why that is a name, but and it's confusing. But keto beats carb is a Facebook page that I have that is my sounding board on Facebook. So it's just kind of where I keep all all of my like 
it's like a journal of keto, like anything I find that I want to make sure and save forever. Very cool. Well, and you're also in the group, so people can tag you there as well, Absolutely. which is always an option for us. And that's true for all of us here. Um, Alberto? Uh, we all know the group. And other than that, on Instagram, it's l.ketocholo. And Jim? Uh, Instagram, at JR. And I am at Duckman Keto on Instagram. You can get a hold of our podcast on Instagram by going to at Keto Man's Club Podcast. And if you just want to get any and all of our links, including uh, subscription links for the podcast and everything, just go to theketomansclub.com. It's a uh, one-stop shop. It's just links uh, to everything. Um, so you can use that. All the, both the beginners and the main group are located there. And you've got uh, the uh, links to some of the, the, the companies that we support um, and that, that have supported us like uh, Liquid and whatnot. They, uh, they've been great, uh, great partners in, in general. And uh, so we want to support them as best they can um, because who can't beat uh, quality liquid fuel? Uh, so that's uh, – but uh, not to point anyone out in particular. That was one that just came <laughs> randomly off the top of my head. Um, you can also reach out via voicemail, and you can do so by calling 512-518-6161. Leave us a voicemail, and uh, you know whether that be questions, comments, ideas, feedback, we, we want to hear from you. So you can do that there. You can email us at ketomansclubpodcast at gmail.com. So you, we've got lots of different ways to connect with us. And uh, we, we want to have you connect with us as much, much as uh, you can. If you found this episode of value um, and think that maybe someone else in your world might uh, find value in it, uh, go ahead and share this uh, podcast with them, whether it be this episode or any other episode that we've had. Uh, share it and and uh, and let let other people know uh, about us. Not really even just so we get all famous, because that's not really what it's about. But because the, the guys uh, and, and now gals that we're talking to, they have a story that people need to hear, and we want to get that out there as much as possible. Uh, and one last call to action uh, before I sign off: If you can uh, take a few moments, leave a comment, rating on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Uh, leave a comment on our Facebook page uh, for the podcast because those things help the algorithm put us in front of more people. And for the very same reasons, we want to get out there so that we can share these amazing stories. That's it for this week. Signing off for all of us until next week, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep and repeat. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T H E. K-E-T-O-M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B dot com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week.